Side, 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 side. What up, y'all? Said lover. It's time for another Come On Son the podcast. Loudspeaker Networks, Combat Jack the Overseer. Y'all know me, said lover. I always do this. Well, folks, it looks like we've come to the end of an era. Next Sunday will be the last Game of Thrones. And I've been trying to figure out why we love Game of Thrones so much. Why I binge watched it till I caught up to season eight. Why I just started watching it this year. And I think it's the storyline. I think it's how well it's written. I think it's that we really care about the characters. I talked about this last week after John Singleton died about pushing the envelope. Um, Doris Day just passed away. And then Tim Conway from the Carol Burnett show. I used to watch Carol Burnett show all the time. And he always pushed the envelope of his comedy. He was a very, very funny man. So I just want to say rest in peace to Tim Conway and to Doris Day. Both extremely talented human beings who are no longer with us. My boy Bell, his father, just died. Great man. I want to say rest in peace to him. Patrick Bellaflor from Brooklyn, New York. Um, but back to Game of Thrones and pushing the envelope as far as comedy and stuff is concerned. And just general great writing when it comes to a series, right? Game of Thrones is going to be over on Sunday. We're still debating who's going to be the last person left. Will John take the throne? We're pretty sure that if you don't, Watch Game of Thrones, you don't know what I'm talking about, that uh, Daenerys is now becoming her father, who is the Mad King, and she's, you know, it's a lot of stuff going on Game of Thrones, so if you don't watch it, I won't spoil it for you. But I really think that the reason why we're invested in it, besides the great acting and the great writing and, the, you know, attention to detail and everything like that that goes along with Game of Thrones is it's an escape, and in these days and times, living in America, we need an escape. You need something that you can get into that's like a whole different world that you could disappear into every Sunday night. You need a good series that you can watch, that you could just get away from reality for a little while. And Game of Thrones provided that for us because... I, you know, sometimes it's almost like I feel like I'm beating a dead horse by talking about this, but it's necessary to talk about. There's so many things that are wrong. There's so much confusion, man. And it's almost like you have to be politically correct with everything that you say now in America, and that's painful and confusing as a person who's very opinionated, as, as a person who's a stand-up comedian also you don't want to offend anybody nowadays you say something i'm a radio personality by trade you say the wrong thing you get a letter from somebody so when you get or if you say something they don't agree with they're writing a letter they're writing an email so when you get something that's good that's an escape from all of this reality you tend to gravitate towards it you know Reality can be such a dismal and hurting place. You got the school shooting. We had another school shooting in Colorado. It's a downer. It just, it just brings you down. 
you look at what's going on with the government and you don't see anything possible, I mean, anything positive coming out of it. You just wish all of our elected officials on both sides of the table could work for the people of the United States and stop all the arguing and stop stop, stop the partisan politics. You know, it's good that we have Republicans. It's good that we have Democrats. It's good to balance things out with different opinions. But when you start voting for things purely on what political party you're affiliated with and not what's good for the American people, I find fault in that. I find a problem in that. I find a problem in it and with it and with the people that we elect that aren't doing their jobs. It's just so much confusion. And if you think about it, it's been that way for a long, 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 long time. Some presidents have less confusion. Some presidents have more confusion. Sometimes there's something that comes along that we all have to concentrate on, whether it's a war or conflict, as they like to say. Whenever the guns come out and it's one country versus another country, I call it a war. Anytime we touch ground and we run it up on somebody, I call it a war. They could call it a conflict all they want to, but it's a war. When people are coming back in body bags and we're giving military funerals, that's a war. So sometimes it's just so much confusion in this country that we look more to entertainment to give us A, something to talk about, B, an escape from all the confusion of the world. It's just so much going on right now. Social media gives you an, a chance, gives you a chance to find out so much faster to, to retain and get information at the speed of light. All of that information is not positive information. All of that information is not information that makes you happy. All of that information that you're getting is not information that makes you say, wow. I was talking to my mom about this not too long ago. And I said, mom, I think the difference now and then is we didn't know really what was going on in pretty much every corner and crevice of the world. Now we do. When you're in your city and your newspaper comes out, it pretty much covers your city. Now you get all the information from everywhere. Now if a police body slams a lady, no matter what color she is, and she's in some town in the middle of Minnesota, you hear about it. If there's a scare in the school or a kid brought a gun to the school, you hear about it. If there's a carjacking and an Amber Alert in New Mexico and you live in Boston, Massachusetts, you hear about it. So everything that you didn't hear about before, just the stuff that you heard about in your city, you hear about it. It's almost like the spread of hip hop, right? When we came on MTV, hip hop was more of a regional music. Like you really... You got the music that the record companies put out, and most of that was from New York, but there was still artists in your region or artists in your city or artists in your town 
that you were bumping that somebody that lived in Durham, North Carolina, never heard of a Too Short from Oakland, California, and then Yom TV Rats came on, and we were the internet for hip-hop. We spread that all over the place because most people had MTV when Yom TV Raps came on. Not everyone, but most people. And it spread like gospel because you could tape it, and then you'd be like, hey, come to my house. I want to show you these latest videos. I'm really into this group called NWA, or I'm into this guy named Parrish, or I'm into, you know, MC Hammer or whoever. You know, Jazzy Jeff for the Fresh Prince that a lot of people at the time when they were on pop art records, pop art records had never heard of. So Young TV Raps was like the internet for hip hop at the time, spreading those videos all around. And the internet now gives you news and information on every aspect of every city, state, country in the entire world. And that's a positive. And that sometimes it's a negative. It really is like that, y'all. It's really like that. So that being said, I think that's why we disappear into shows like Game of Thrones. Now somebody said, oh my God, Game of Thrones is ending. What am I going to do with myself? You're going to pick up another series and watch it. You'll pick up something else and watch it. Power's about to come back. Empire got renewed. There's there's so many brand new series on so many different outlets now. It's not just HBO anymore. You know, it's not just Showtime. Watch The Shy. I love The Shy. Somebody's going to say, hey, have you checked out this? And you're going to be like, no, not yet. And you're going to watch it. And you're going to get into it. And you're going to be into it heavy. That's just what the things that we need to give us an escape from reality. Like some people just need that. I'm one of the people that need that. Like I don't really pay a lot of attention to what celebrities do all the time because I've been there. Um, so I really don't, I don't like to pay attention. I like to try to focus on what's going on in my life and, you know, stay worshiping and prayed up and praise my God. I like to do that. I don't even like to talk about it because so many people have an opinion on Christianity or whatever. So I don't really get into it. You just don't talk religion with people, you know, praise who you want to praise. I'm going to praise my God in my house. That's it. But I say that to say this. With that being said, people are just going to need something to escape. And I think a lot of the the, the uh a lot of the points about people following so closely to what celebrities are doing is that's escapism for them. You know, that that's to, to see what's going on and to be all up in what such and such said and what the Kardashians doing is escapism for them. To follow Amber Rose's pregnancy is escapism for them. You know, I mean, last week, everybody was talking about what uh, Aisha Curry said, Steph Curry's wife, about she wants groupies and she needs groupies to make herself feel beautiful. She wants dudes to holler at her so that she can feel like she's wanted and she feels like she's beautiful. 
Now, there were some women that said, hey, I get that because, you know, guys still holler at me. I like it. You know, and then there were some people on the other side of the coin that said, well, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Like, you got what a lot of women want. You got a guy who loves you, takes care of you, has no scandal around him, is super famous, and you sad because you don't have groupies and he got groupies. Like, isn't that what your point was? Isn't it that what you wanted was? Wasn't that the the result of what you wanted as a wife and a mother, as a great family and a great husband and a great super comfortable living because Steph makes a shitload of money and now you complain about something else? Like, where's your level of satisfaction? It's a good argument. But that was escapism. That's exactly what I was talking about. Escaping the norm, escaping the realities of we get up in the morning and we go to work and we don't live in a multi-million dollar house and we don't get to travel when we want to and we can't get on a $80,000 a week yacht with all the kids for the summer. We can't, you know, we're not staying in a $5,000 a week rental in Cabo or Bali or any place else like that. So we escape through the celebrities. We escape. That's our escape of seeing how the life that we all hope that we could live someday. But with more money, there's more problems. Biggie said it best. More money, more problems. And it's true. It's true. That's why we delve so deeply into the lives of other people. That's why we argue Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, Drake or Meek Mill. You know, that's why we argue. Oh, my God. Black China pull a knife out on somebody. And we just sit around and talk about it. We, I don't. But when I say we, I'm including myself with everybody else. Because we all like the gossip a little bit. But we can't face the harsh realities of our country being in a state of confusion. A huge state of confusion. A state of confusion that we haven't seen in a long time. You know, we haven't seen all of this this mess. I mean, we had mess under every president, and I'm really too young to really was politically woke when Nixon was president. You know, I wasn't I was a baby when Kennedy got assassinated. Lyndon B. Johnson, I, I don't I don't remember that much. I just got a scrapbook from my father of the struggles of the civil rights era. I was a I was a baby. You know, Nixon, I really don't, I remember when he was president, but I really don't remember that much about Watergate and Nixon. That was what I learned in school. But this is confusion like I don't think we've ever seen. And if if you're a Republican and you voted for Trump, that's fine. But you can't deny that it's a lot of confusion. And I'm not getting on the bandwagon of impeach Donald Trump. And, you know, if they didn't find um, collusion with him and Russia, attacking our voting process, then that's who people voted for. That's who we got to rock with right now. I know there's a lot of people out there that did was not feeling Obama when Obama was president. They was not feeling Obama. But if that's who we voted for, that's who we got to rock with, right? But there's so much confusion within this presidency, man. And I'm not blaming any one 
party, I'm blaming both parties. Both parties are at fault for all of this confusion, all of this stuff that's going on that we cannot get to what our elected officials were elected for, to serve the people, for the people, by the people. I don't even see that happening right now. And that's why we escape. That's why we use music and art and film and television to escape. Because we didn't try to escape, we lose our minds. We really would. We would lose our damn minds. You look at it, you're like, damn, this country is going to shit in a gasoline handbag. I mean, going to hell in a gasoline handbag. Like, we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world. We argue about every single thing. Quarterback takes a knee. We're arguing, 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 arguing. Is that patriotic or not patriotic? The ban on guns. Man, how many people got to walk up and shoot a bunch of kids and Bunch of kids die in school where they're supposed to be getting educated until somebody say, okay, enough is enough with these assault rifles and guns and all this craziness. Crazy tariffs on this one and, and North Korea with the missile launching and eh, we ain't going to have that and then it's like, wow, United States, you got missiles too and but yeah, but we're not a threat. North Korea is a threat, but that's a different country. It's like somebody coming over here telling us that we can't have missiles. It's just, it's, it's crazy. There's arguments on both sides for every single thing. Iran, Iraq, Israel, China, jobs, factory clothing, closings. I'm also clothing. Factory closings. Just, it's mind-boggling sometimes. That's why we go see Avengers Endgame. Because for three hours, we ain't got to worry about whether or not there should be another bathroom for transgender kids in your school or whether or not you should have the right to not want to send your kid to a school with a kid that hasn't been vaccinated for measles. Like basic shit like that. Like we all got vaccinated for, for measles, all of us. Now... Parents don't want to get their kids vaccinated for measles and still want to get send them to school and then they catch the measles and then your kid catch the measles for being around a kid that doesn't have the vaccination. Wow. Wow. It's just, it's, it's too much. It's too fucking much. Some celebrities on trial. Some rapper got shot. Some cop did something to somebody black. Some cop did something to somebody white. Some lady wanted to sue Tiger Woods because her son got drunk in a restaurant that's owned by Tiger Woods and got into a car accident and killed himself. She wants to sue Tiger Woods for that. Tiger Woods and his girlfriend who owned the bar. The boy's a bartender in the bar. She's suing Tiger Woods for that. And you sit back and go, okay, who served him? Tiger Woods ain't standing there and pour the boy his drinks. They got him drunk. He worked there. He knows his alcohol limit. Like, come on, y'all. Shit blows your mind sometimes, man. That's why we go headfirst into series like Game of Thrones, Power, The Shy, Empire, Ozark, Walking Dead. This new show, Barry. HBO got some good shows. Whatever's on Netflix, they got rid of Luke Cage. Pissed me off. Whatever you can find. 
the four-part series on the Wu-Tang Clan. I'm very happy to get away and dive head deep into some good-ass 90s hip-hop with the Wu-Tang Clan. See their story. See what all that's about. I'm happy about it. Because it gives me a break from this fucking bleakness that we call reality of living in America in 2019. It's crazy, y'all. Really is. It's crazy. Crazy. That's why we line up for the, for the sneaker releases, or gym shoes, or tennis shoes, whatever you want to call. Because for that while, just having that brand new pair of kicks, you can forget all about what's going on. Going to concerts more than any other time. Because that music just drives you, makes you happy. Happy. We even argue about that. Old school versus new school. New school to this. This person said this. This person said that. This artist is better than this artist. La, 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 la. Go to the concert or your favorite artist. It's an escape. Just for a little while. Just for these, when I, however long you're going to be on stage. Just let me be happy for a little while. Just give me some happiness. Come on, Cardi B and Bruno Mars. Give me some happiness. Come on, Migos. Give me some happiness. Oh, my God. Beyonce put out a new joint. Good. Give me some freaking happiness. Then she put out Before I Let Go. We got to argue about which version is better. The Frankie Beverly and Maze or Beyonce's. Don't we get tired of arguing? Don't we get tired of political correctness? Don't we get tired of our government not doing shit but arguing? When do we get fed up? That's the question. When are you fed up with all of this? Oh, God. When are we fed up? Can we get some light? Sean Paul said, give me the light and pass the dro, plus another buckle of Seems like that's what we need. <laughs> That's what we need. So much money into the legalization of marijuana and then all of these conservatives that get drunk every weekend don't want you to get high. And we're going to argue about that. Medicinal uses of marijuana. Recreational uses of marijuana. And so on and so on and so forth. That is something that you will guarantee, and I'm guaranteeing it right here as I do this podcast, that you will see within the next 10 years. Most of the states of the United States will have legalized marijuana. It's too much money to be made on every side of the coin. Because a DUI is still going to be a DUI, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. So the people that get high now, when it's legal... They're going to get high, and they're going to drive, and they're going to get yanked over, and they're going to jail for a DUI, and the court system's going to make money. The city's going to make money off of that, and the attorneys are going to make money off of that too. And those schools where you could take that six-hour course and then take them points off of your license, whatever state you live in, I don't know. Every state has different laws, of course, concerning. They're going to make money too. And the person that's putting in the, uh, the system – the irrigation system is going to make money, too. The person that's printing up the bags and stuff is going to make money, too. That's manufacturing the bags, I should say. is going to make money, too. The state is going to make a lot of money off. The state is going to make a lot of money. The city is going to make a lot of money off the taxes. It's all there. It's all connected. 
It's all connected, y'all. You're going to see it within the next 10 years. It's an escape. It's like drinking. It's why people drink. Drink. Enjoy yourself. Get away from this madness of this world that we can't escape because of the internet is reporting everything every millisecond of the day. We need an escape. Why do you think it, you know, I talked about Avengers, but that's why it's the number one movie in the world. Everybody needs an escape. There at a cafe somewhere, some terrorists come in, blow a fucking bus up right in front of you, they go to the end of your life. You might as well have enjoyed something before you go. You better stay prayed up. Because life's a bitch and then you die. That's why they get high, because you never know when you're going to go. Stay prayed up, y'all. Love you. Be good to your family. Be good to your kids. Gentlemen out there, stand up and be a father. Your kid didn't ask to be here. Stop all the bickering with your baby mother and be a dad to your kids. All they want is some time and a little bit of money. If you got it, give it up, bro. Stop avoiding the inevitable, because you don't know what kind of damage you're doing to your kids. And I'll talk about that at a later at a later podcast. I'm going to go all in on the psychological ramifications of a father not being there for their children if they can be. Not if you locked up or if you're dead. All right then. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the relationships between men and women and whose responsibility is what we're going to talk about that because, ladies, you have some responsibility in there, too. Fellas, you got some responsibility in there, too. But in the meantime and in between time, keep God first and everything else will fall into place. I'll talk at you, with you, to you, and about your ass next Monday. Come on, son. The podcast. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Love y'all. This Ed Lover podcast is being done in conjunction with Cigars International. Make sure you check out CigarsInternational.com for all your cigar needs. This episode of Come On Son, the podcast is produced and engineered by co-executive producers Krista Hayes and Kimana Paulus in downtown Chicago. This is an official Loudspeakers Network podcast.